Embark on a journey of faith, fellowship and discovery with Vision Tours as you experience Australia's rich Christian heritage firsthand. Visit Christian heritage sites and museums in Sydney and across the Blue Mountains on this 10-day tour. Understand the people and events that shaped the fledgling colony with Outback historian Dr Paul Rowe. Join like-minded people this November with Vision Tours. See tour dates, highlights and inclusions at vision.org.au slash tours. This is Sunday Morning Together across Australia on Vision Christian Radio. Here today with me in the studio, I have Adam, now I'm going to get this right, Mazarik? You got it right. There that's, we go. Yeah, that's, that's, that's correct. Pastor Adam Mazarik, better known as Zazu. Mm, that's and there's right. a story, we'll get to that in a, we in will. a minute. From Liberty Church at Carrara on the Gold Coast. Mm. So thank you so much for being part of Sunday Morning Together. Phil, thank you so much for inviting me along today. And it is great to be with you uh, in person as well, like you said. Uh, we're so used to the world now being through Zoom or through remote yeah. uh, conversations. But uh, in the flesh is is, is wonderful. And, and good morning to all of the listeners on Vision Radio. And, you know, that's a really good point. Technology is a great thing. Uh, it enables us to connect with each other in incredible ways. Even mm. Think back even 10, 20 years ago, what we can do now, and certainly if you go back, you know, 100 or 200 years ago, things that we take for granted. But it does actually introduce some, I don't know, some temptations to do things in, in an unhealthy way, to, to not come together and mm. meet with people and almost have these fake relationships. Mm. Yeah, that's right. I mean, we, we see it uh, in our... Social media accounts. How many how many friends can you rack up on a social media account? But I mean, how many of those friends do you do you know and do you love and do you care yeah. for? Yeah. And uh, there is that temptation to kind of well, maybe maybe I can take a a seat back in uh, in the way I I might go out into the world and love and care for others. There, there is that temptation there. You're right, Phil. And we can also present a really curated view version of ourselves. You know, on social mm. media, we we want to post the happy photos and the the good and what have you. What about those that that I don't know? May, maybe they they've been burned in a relationship, or maybe they they physically can't get together with others. Mm. What do you, what do you think? Uh, how do how do we best still stay connected? Mm. I think that's a wonderful uh, uh, a wonderful vehicle to allow for that connection. Uh, so I, I think back to um, actually. I remember speaking to my parents about how they first met uh, many, many me- moons many ago. Many moons ago. Many, many moons ago. And uh, without giving away my age, uh, they used to write letters to each other. Yeah. Uh, and mum mum had kept a journal. And how sweet it was when uh, mum would receive uh, a letter from from dad. And uh, my my wife tells me a story as well of of how uh, her father loved to loved to write letters to, to her mother. And actually, when, uh, when my wife's father was uh, living in the UK, he would still write uh, these, these beautiful uh, handwritten letters uh, for that point of communication. Now, now, we have this wonderful world of technology, so we can connect straight away. Uh, so I think, I think it's great, as long as it's not the, 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 the main thing or the, the only way in which we're communicating. Mm. And in fact, it helps us now to, to long for connection with that person. Mm. There's something special when that handwritten note, oh yeah, you know, turns up in the letterbox, or it's you know, even just simple things like there's a you open your lunch and, mm. and here's a note you didn't expect, you know, it's somebody's <laughs> yeah. handwriting or something like that. I've had that for my wife's put little notes in my luggage, you know, I've had to travel somewhere by myself. It's like and I get there and here's a little I love you kind of how kind romantic. Of thing. I know it, it's nice and it's that personal touch. I think is really how God created us mm. for you know intimate relationship one to another at a very real level. So 
There's a bit of a challenge this morning. If you haven't written a personal note yeah. to somebody lately, uh, here's a good opportunity to, to do that. Yeah. Worship, conversation, prayer and teaching. This is Sunday Morning Together on Vision Christian Radio. Now, my guest and co-host this morning is Pastor Adam Zazu Mazarik. Zazu. 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 Now, that sounds kind of African or something to me. What's the story? You're not, you're not far off the mark there. Uh, so it is a name uh, that I've received from some, some dear friends uh, at Liberty Church. So we were at... Uh, not at, we were in Tanzania uh, on a missions trip. Actually, we, we partner with a church in Malawi uh, where we go and uh, love and serve and uh, and provide uh, some financial support to them. So we were actually over in Malawi originally uh, okay. and then went up to up north uh, to, to Tanzania. And we had an opportunity to actually, well, some, some of the team had an opportunity to see some of their sponsored children uh, through through Compassion, which was great. Yep. So we're in Tanzania. Anyway, we're, we're driving. It was uh, myself. Uh, being a pastor who is named Adam, as well as the other pastor, Adam, Adam Ramsey at church. And he would generally drive. Um, I would uh, fear for my life while he drives and try to give directions. <laughs> and so we would be up the front and the, and the team would be behind us. And then they would ask a question, say, say hey, hey, Adam. And then we'd both kind of look back and, 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 and so, uh, you know, there was a little bit of a uh, little bit of frustration there. And they said, hey, some, some, something's got to change. And uh, and they said, well, you, you're going to need a nickname. Uh you, you, Adam, Adam Mazarek. I'm like, okay, well, you know, you, you, you come up with a good nickname and uh, let's, let's see how we go. Anyway, so, uh, so some of them deliberated and they realized, okay, there, there was a bit of a, a lateral approach to it. Uh, they said, okay, well, your surname's Mazarek. Well, that's, that's how you would say it in English. Yes. Uh, in the Croatian, uh, how it is pronounced is Mesodic. So you can't really get to it that way. But in the English, how most people would say it, as you said, it Mazarek, uh, has that Zar sound. Being in Tanzania, which is the, uh, the birthplace of the story of the Lion King, and then there being a, a horn-billed bird uh, as one of the main characters in the Lion King called Zazu. Uh, so that's, that's how we got there. Uh, I know there's a few steps, but but that's how it, how it landed. You don't look at all like that character, I must no, say. Your <laughs> you nose is much smaller. Yeah, and I'm not I'm not as funny as Rowan Atkinson, who voiced the bird originally. So, <laughs> well, there you go. So it's a, it's a derivative of Mazari. That's right. Yeah, yeah. you got it. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, there, there we go. That, that's easy enough. Now, Liberty Church on the Gold Coast. Mm-hmm. Now, I must say, for anyone interested in looking that up, uh, it's Liberty spelt with an I on the end. That's right. Yeah. L I B. E R T I. That's right. Yep. Church. Just, just paint a little picture. What happens at Liberty Church? Yep. So we have services at eight thirty, ten thirty, and five p.m. Mm-hmm. And we welcome all uh, to Liberty Church as well. So we would love to invite you along there, and uh, and come come and hear about Jesus Christ. Come and uh, worship joyfully uh, in community as we continue on mission together with proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ. Mm. It seems to me, having had a little pause over your website, mm. that that. Jesus is very much the center, front and center of what you do at the Amen. church. Mm, that's 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 correct. Yeah. So uh, we we are uh, gospel centered uh, in our approach and and believe in in a healthy and beautiful uh, gospel doctrine that is complemented by a healthy and beautiful gospel culture as mm. well. So so we want to we want to be showing the world. Uh, the beauty of Jesus Christ, uh, the joy that we can have in Jesus Christ, the community that he brings us into uh, because of his saving work and to be about his mission, what he has called us to do. Mm. I love the fact that we have this very diverse you know, uh, uh, group of people across Australia as believers, in fact, mm. around the world. God's made us all incredibly differently mm. and we've got different ways of you know, thinking about things and doing things, different ways of expressing church. 
you know, we often disagree on some things, but there is a sense of unity there right mm. across all of that. And really, I think at the heart of that is communion. Yeah. When we come together and we, I believe we do three things. We look back and we celebrate and remember what Jesus did for us. Uh, we also, you know, look inside. We, we look at ourselves, mm. uh, our, uh, how, what do we need to bring to the foot of the cross to each other and also forward to what Jesus is still yet to do and the fact that he is, he is going to be coming again. Mm. Such a special moment that we get to come together. Mm. Amen. Amen. I love that. And we do. We look forward to the day of, of Christ's return, how we, how we long for that day. Sunday morning together across Australia on Vision Christian Radio. We might be apart separately, but we are together, united as one around this uh, fine country. And right now we get to come together in taking communion. So wherever you might be at the moment, if you have some elements there, uh, just have them uh, to one side. Maybe you're driving your car or something this morning and thinking, oh gosh, how am I going to be part of this? Well, I just invite you to consider as we go through communion uh, your heart before the Lord. And uh, keep your eyes open. That's always a good thing if you are driving right now. My guest and co-host today is uh, Pastor Adam Zazu, is his nickname, Pastor Zazu Mazarik from Liberty Church at Carrara on the Gold Coast. He's one of the pastors there and oversees community and care at Liberty. And uh, together this morning, we're going to, to take communion. So, Adam, if you could perhaps just shape our thoughts a little bit here about how we should approach um, communion today. Wonderful. So... The, the Lord's Supper or, or Holy Communion compels us to privately prepare for it in our hearts. So you had instructed us in that before. Before We, we must uh, come now to the Lord with a prepared heart as we gather together uh, as the communion of saints. Mm. The, the, the communion of saints that have been brought together now uh, by the precious blood of Jesus Christ. We prepare here now to meet with Jesus as the host of the meal with the body of believers. So Jesus is the host and he, he calls us in as, uh, as his followers, as his friends, uh, those to whom he has redeemed and saved. And I, I love what uh, J.I. Packer actually writes on communion, if you don't mind me sharing it. He actually says, at the time of communion, we should be saying in our hearts, as sure as I see and touch and taste this bread and this wine, so sure it is that Jesus Christ is not a fancy, but a fact, that he is for real, and that he offers himself to be my savior, my bread of life, and my guide to glory. He has left me this rite, this gesture, this token, this ritual action as a guarantee of his grace. He instituted it. And it is a sign of life-giving union with him, and I'm taking part in it. And thus, I know that I am his, and he is mine forever. And really, I think we can extend from what what, uh, Jaya Apaka is writing there is, we are also together in this forever. Mm. We're together, but we may be separated around the country. You know, we're not necessarily physically Mm. together. Uh, And I think a really important thing uh, to point out here is that what we're doing here right now isn't a substitute for mm. physically coming together, is it? Yeah, that's right. And then, and thank you for, for saying that as well, Phil. Uh, you had said before that uh, in communion we, we look back at Jesus and his death uh, and we look forward uh, to, to heaven. We, we look forward to, to Jesus' return. Uh, and as we prepared our hearts privately and we now come communally, we have now an opportunity to actually look around at the body of believers. Now, understand that that, that some of us can't be in the uh, in that room or with with the other body of believers, uh, but we want to we want to encourage that. 
We mm. don't want this to replace. We want this mm. to to lead and show people actually community together, life together is very much part of our faith together. Mm. Mm. Well, let's uh, if you have some elements, let's take communion together today. And this may be uh, one of several occasions that you do this today. You might be off to a, a physical church as well. But right now, let's uh, pray. So if you have some uh, bread there to represent the body of Christ, right now I invite you to consider that. And a good thing that I like to do is actually just, particularly as little wafers, to actually break it to remind you of the broken body of Christ, that his body was broken for us. So as you do that, consider now the sacrifice that Jesus made. And let's declare together that he is coming again and accept all it is that he has done for us on the cross. So take that bread now. And if you have something to represent the blood of Christ that was spilled on behalf of you and I to bridge the gap that we couldn't bridge on our own, we're absolutely lost without that sacrifice that Jesus made, with no way to be able to stand before the Father in his perfection, without the covering of Christ to stand between Uh, our sin, and the perfection of God. And the blood of Christ covers our sin. So right now, again, as you have that, let's take that together and remember and declare what Jesus has done for us on the cross. And it is a finished work. There's nothing further we need to do. We just need to accept it and live in it every day. So let's take that together. And let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you loved us so much that you sent your Son to die for us. Uh, Such such an incredible sacrifice that you made and that he was willing to go through that on our behalf and suffer a terrible death and take on the strain of all of the sin of the entire world, not just our own, but the entire world. We are forever grateful and we do declare that you are coming again and that we will embrace all it is that you have done for us so we thank you we thank you in jesus name sunday morning together on vision christian radio we're about to do a bit of storytelling right now with my guest and co-host uh whose real name is adam but uh, zazu is what everyone calls him that's right adam mazarik now i don't actually know a lot about adam so we're going to find out a bit together the only heads up I've been given about you, Adam, is that uh, you have one dog, two birds, and three cats. That's right. Yes, that's that's correct. And, that, and if that's all they've given you, uh, add, <laughs> add to that uh, four wonderful children. Uh, so two girls and, and two boys, 12, 11, uh, nine today, actually, as ah, we record this. So, nice. so happy birthday to Tobias, uh, as well as an eight-year-old as well. So. Fantastic. Well, no wonder you've got so many pets because, you know. It's That's right. I mean, we got to, we got to keep the children preoccupied yeah, with, that, with a few things. So, uh, so it, is, it is a full house and I am married to my beautiful wife, Jay. Wonderful. All right. Well, where did it all begin for you? Where were you born? So I was born in Brisbane, uh, actually on the south side of Brisbane. And at around about the age of 12, my, my folks decided to pack things up and, and head to Perth. Right. So, uh, That's a big move. That, yeah, it's a little bit of a big move on the other side of Australia there. And uh, so I did a lot of the, uh, the, the growing years, the, the, the teenage years over mm. there in Perth. Uh, came back uh, when I was about 19, 20 to, to, to Brisbane. So moved back there. And, uh, and then eventually when I, when I met my wife, Jay, when I think I was 21, just going on 21, um, we had planned to get married. And then we'd always talked about moving eventually down to the Gold Coast, So which we did. 
uh, moved down there when I was around about 25. Mm. Yeah. So what was it like for you, those teenage years, you know, move when you're 12 through until 19, mm. that, that's the time when you were trying to figure out who we are. Mm. There's a lot of hormones going on in your body, you know, questions about life. Mm-hmm. What was it like for you? Because, you know, being away from presumably family and friends back on the East Coast, did you have people around you and what was it like? Great question. So moved with mum and dad, but really it was, um, I, we ha- I had my auntie and uncle living in Perth as well. So that was, that was the family connection. Uh, but moving in the, in the final years of primary school, uh, in actually the third term as well, is, can, can be a little bit daunting. Mm. Uh, so I, I really do sympathise with the kids that, that sometimes do have to move school. And uh, it, it's not, not easy to go not only to another school, but to another, another city. Um, and I'm thankful though for a, a wonderful group of friends that I got to grow up with. And, uh, it was a, it was a life filled with, uh, surfing and skating and, uh, heading down to Margaret river. Yep. Uh, so I'm really, really appreciative of that, uh, as well as just the, the love and support of mum and dad along mm. the way. Well, there's plenty of good surfing in WA. There is. There's lots of it actually. So, yeah. Yeah. You still do that today, I presume, living on the Gold Coast? Believe it or not, I have not picked up a surfboard huh. nor a bodyboard, um, in, in many a year. Uh, it's not. It's not because I, I. I don't want to. It's just. Uh, it's just finding the time yeah. to do it. And I think. I think maybe. Maybe I just need to be a little bit more encouraged to do so. so yeah. Yeah. So, what was the the, the Christian context for mm. you? you know, was Was there any you know, with your parents, or how did you come to to know the Lord? Mm. Fantastic questions, Phil. I grew up in uh, in a Catholic family. Right. And uh, that would be, I would say, uh, nominally Catholic. So we would go to church. So my, my experience with church was uh, at Easter time, mm-hmm. uh, as well as as well as Christmas time. And, A lot of Australians uh, like that. Pretty much, yeah. And grown up uh, for twelve years, uh, so all all years of schooling uh, in a in a Catholic uh, Catholic school as well. So again, uh, I had had an understanding of 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 who God was, uh, knowing of Jesus Christ mm. as well. Uh, he 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 was spoken about uh, quite a lot. Uh, but I suppose not having a, a personal faith at all, not 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 through high school or or anything like that. Mm. Uh, but I do remember, uh, particularly in the in the later years of high school, questioning and and, and asking, okay, wh- what what's the deal? Uh, why 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 are why are people uh, talking about about Jesus and and why why do, you, why do certain people choose to believe in this faith or that faith? So I, I suppose there was a there was a lot of questions being asked. Mm. Was uh, that prompted by something, or was it just sort of stirring within you? I think it was just stirring within me, and and maybe some of the the lifestyle cho- uh, choices as a you know sixteen seventeen year old uh, kid in high school, and and I remember my my family had gone up to um, uh, a small country town for for a holiday. Uh, it was on the beach, uh, so not not south WA, but but north WA, and. Uh, I, I was frustrated. I remember going for a walk on the beach with my mum, and uh, it was early in the morning, and we're talking about about God and and the idea of God, and asking, and I was asking about her faith, mm. and she was sharing that with me. She 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 does believe in in Jesus. She 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 loves Jesus. She believed in God, but but me being a little bit defiant, uh, kind of pushing back a little bit. Uh, at one point in time, I remember we're on the walk, we're on the beach, and uh, I had said something along the lines of, "Well, I just feel like." I feel like God's just a, a big, big comfort blanket. That's mm. that's that's really all He is. And a uh, crutch. Yeah, a crutch. That's that's right. But how's this, Phil? I remember when I said it, uh, and I'd never noticed this before. But it was as if the sand on the ground was actually was actually dancing. Uh, so it was the the wind had picked up, mm-hmm. and there was something beautiful that I had noticed. I said these words out of my mouth, and instantly noticed that. 
And I'll never forget that even though I had really kind of denied or defied the idea of God or this loving God, in that moment, as, as, as I've said it, I'm now seeing something beautiful in nature. Mm. Uh, and I think... I think I was kind of lying to myself of the of the beauty of this world and the, and and the beauty and grandeur that that God has now that I know uh, and now that I have a faith of what God has shown me. But I think there was a there was a mercy that day for God to show something beautiful, even though I was defiant in that moment. Mm. You know, it was it was it was years later that I would actually uh, eventually come to come to know Jesus Christ, which we'll we'll get to in a sec. But but I I really think that that was that was God's kindness, mm. uh, even in those moments. Mm. So let's fast forward to that mm. point. So how old were you when you were on the beach? Yeah, so I think I was around about 16. Okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so some punk 16-year-old saying these things, yeah. <laughs> Wearing the the punk clothes, I pr- presume. Pr- look, uh I I'm I don't want to bring in uh any old pictures at all, but I I definitely was uh a bit of a punk. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's right. All right. So what happened? How how old were you when you came to this point of realization? Mm. It was actually uh, years later. So I had I had met my wife when we, we when I eventually moved back to Brisbane. I, I mentioned that before. I moved back when I was around about twenty twenty one. I had met my wife uh, Jay, and um, and I remember on uh, our first date uh, after after we we'd met once, and then we we decided to go on a date. She she had said something. So profound, and I'd never, I never really expected anyone to say this to me, particularly on a first date as well. And mind you, I'm, I'm not a Christian. Uh, I'm not entered. I'm, I haven't entered into the Christian world at all. Mm. Um, we went for breakfast, and I remember we were sitting just um, outside of uh, Queensland Performing Arts Centre on the river. Right. Very romantic, right in the city there. Very, very Christmas. romantic. That's yeah. right. Uh, we just finished breakfast, and and she said, "Hey, uh, if we're gonna if we're gonna make a go at this thing, because uh, because I like you and I." And I can tell you like me. This is the first date. This this is the first date. So we, we'd met that evening. Uh, we'd parted ways. We, we regrouped in the morning to have breakfast together. She said to me, if we're going to make a go at this thing, I just want you to know that I have a relationship with Jesus Christ. And I'll, I was blown away, Phil. I mean, I, I have never known someone to be so bold just to, just to say that. Mm. Uh, and I'm like, who... Who is this woman? Uh, <laughs> and I guess a couple of things could happen. You could have either been intrigued or repelled. Well, that's that's right. I mean, and usually, I, I think. I mean, if thinking back to my sixteen-year-old self, I mean, that that would have been something maybe that that would have repelled me. Like, hey, maybe this person's a little bit, uh, a little bit crazy or or, mm. or or whatnot. But I think again, that's a that's a that's a testament to God doing a work in my heart over many many years, and to have met. Jay, and for her to say that um, again, it was just it's just like this other seed uh, mm. that that dropped in. Uh, and what was amazing is that she she was patient, she was loving and and kind in that, and it would still come uh, come about after years after that conversation before I actually met Jesus Christ. So, mm. so there was there, there's still to this uh, still still uh, meat in the story, so to speak. Mm. Do you remember mm. what you said to her right at that moment when she said that? <laughs> I actually can't remember, but I was like, "Okay, that's that's great, that's great." Um, and I'm, I'm thinking in my mind, "Okay, I'm sure we can, we can, we can work with this in some way, shape, or form." Yeah. So, uh, and I, look, I think it in anything it, to get the girl. That's yeah, pretty much. Uh, and uh, it was it was one of those uh, one of those things that was a confirmation that actually I really want to get to know this woman a little bit more. Yeah, and uh, there's something special about her. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So a couple of years went by. Yeah, that's right. Take us to that moment. Take you to that moment. So. Um, so we uh, we'd gotten married, uh, and so again, uh, 
still not a Christian at this point in time. I got married at the age of 23, uh, which outside of uh, outside of uh Christian Christian circles. That's that that can be quite a young age. So I remember a lot of my friends, even from high school, that came for the wedding. They're like, "Okay, yeah, that's, that's that's pretty young." Uh, but again, uh, I knew uh, I knew that I wanted to marry Jay, mm-hmm. and uh, we we got married. And then it was around about uh, a year or so later. Uh, we were living together. We lived in we ha- we bought our first place in in South Brisbane. There had a wonderful job. Uh, my wife was uh, running and working in a cafe. And I remember just just sitting uh, at my computer desk one day at work, and for for no reason at all, just felt thankful mm. for for this life that I have been given, mm. for this wonderful wife, this 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 job that I now have to help provide, uh, this this house that we now live in, and I remember out of nowhere, just in the middle of my task, having the sense of you should go to church. You should, go, you should go and give thanks. Mm. And so I spoke to Jay, and and some of her friends uh, were still uh, still at church, uh, a church church on the Gold Coast. And we're like, okay, let's let's go. Let's we'll we'll, we'll just see what happens. Anyway, uh, so that weekend on that Sunday, decided to to go to church and uh, heard Jesus's name proclaimed, and remember raising my hand and receiving Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior mm. on, on that day. Mm. Uh, it, it, it's almost as if all the all the parts fell into place for for that for that moment and mm. at that that point in time. So uh, I came to know Jesus at the age of of twenty four. Okay. So mm. what then happened after that? Because that point can be very different for a, for different people. Mm. Uh, for some, it's a, a very emotional experience, and and for others, it's just the start of a journey. Mm. Mm. What was it for you? Uh, it was definitely the latter of what you had um, what you've just said there. So. So still going to church for, for many, many years as well. And we'd eventually decided, okay, hey, we're, we're part of a community now and, and we're finding that we're driving from South Brisbane to the Gold Coast uh, on, on Wednesday nights for small groups, Friday nights for dinners, uh, Saturday mornings to catch up at the beach, and then Sunday for church. Might so we, as well move there. We might, yeah, that's, that's right. Uh, so basically we, we, we saw the promised land ahead and uh, we decided uh, to, to go and move. So moved uh, moved from Brisbane to the Gold Coast. And then um, that's where we started to have uh, our first two children, which was really, really wonderful. Uh, at that point in time, I had moved from uh, being employed to, to self-employment. So, so my background is actually in, uh, in graphic design mm-hmm. uh, and brand design and uh, went in, uh, started a business with a, with a friend of mine at the time. And this was during the, 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 early, the early days of, of, of young whippersnappers uh, starting a, a young business uh, not having a whole bunch of money and, and, and a whole bunch of uncertainty in life, uh, and things then starting to get uh, pretty rocky uh, with, with, with marriage and, and with relationships and things like that. And this would probably go on, uh, th- this probably went on until around about, oh, I'd say 20, 2015 at this point in time. And so Christian for a few years, but, but a Christian feel that, that, Actually, had his Bible uh, lifting up the the computer stand, right? And so that's what I use my Bible for. Okay, <laughs> to, to 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 actually see the computer at work, and yep. and uh, and and my prayer life was was not really much of a prayer life, and and I, I suppose I wasn't really fostering uh, uh, um, love and and kindness and leading uh, a, a Christian family in that way, and things just got more difficult, and and. I got to the point where uh, things were really tricky in my marriage, and we had decided before we're making any any big 
uh, rash decisions. We're, we're going to go on holiday. We're going to go on holiday with a few people and, uh, and just try to, try to work through everything that's taking place, the difficulties of having young ones, mm. uh, the difficulties of running a business, the difficulties yep. of, of marriage in that time. Yeah. It sounds to me from your storytelling that it took a while for you to really have that aha moment and really apply yourself into really leaning forward into the scriptures and into prayer and, and pressing into God. Was it part of what you just said that you know, life got a bit tough, mm. things were hard in, in you know, marriage and parenting and the rest? That's right, yeah. So I, I think at that point in time uh, when, when things were getting uh, difficult and tough, it, it, my, my, the, the life that I had thought that we were living uh, was not in line with, uh, I suppose, the truth of, of the gospel. Mm. And, and that was clear. And so I wanted to know more. Okay, well, what, 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 what is this truth? What, what has Jesus actually come to, to save me from? Mm. And uh, when I said we'd, we'd gone on holiday, and during that time, uh, as things started to get rocky, by the time we eventually went on holiday, I actually took the Bible from uh, underneath the, the computer screen and, and started to read scripture. I mm. uh, started to read a few books to understand how to interpret this scripture and actually what Jesus has come to say. Uh, and I remember on holidays, uh, my wife had decided to take the kids out for the day and I actually felt really, really sick, and um, which doesn't make, really make for a good holiday, uh, particularly when you're trying to, uh, to, to reconcile things and, and, and do family things. And so she went, took the kids out with some of our friends. And, uh, and in that moment, uh, I I can't remember the exact scripture that I had read, but it was a Holy Spirit moment where I realized that I had not really repented nor confessed my sin mm. uh, to God. Mm. I had not offered him all of myself. Mm. I'd only offered him a part of myself, the, the, the part that, uh, that was thankful uh, for, for, for what I had in my life, uh, but not the, the broken part of my life, not my frustrations, not my anger and, and certainly not my sin. And so in that Holy Spirit moment, uh, I remember I, I put the Bible down and I just opened up my arms in prayer and confessed to my Lord and Savior mm. and uh, said sorry and realized in that moment that the reason why uh, the relationship was on rocky rounds, the reason why things were difficult uh, was because I was prideful. I was I was holding on to something. I was trying to uh, trying to save face, so to so to speak. And so uh, I remember in that moment, uh, tears rolling down my eyes uh, and realizing what I needed to do. And so and that thing was to wait for my wife to to come back uh, that day. Uh, and I just knelt beside her, uh, apologized to her for my commitment in this, and said, "Hey." We need, a, we need to make a go at this, and the way we're going to do it isn't the way that we're doing it at the moment, and certainly not the way that I've been leading us in doing it, which is just through arguing and, and fighting our way through it. We need to actually let it go, mm. and we need to give it to God. We need to trust Him, and we need to get going. How did she respond to that? How do you think she responded? <laughs> what's, what's, she's probably think, I, think, I think she says, what, I didn't even, I didn't even know what to expect. You know, what, 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 what was this? You know, I, I'd left... Um, uh, you know, after an argument, and come back with a husband that's apologized, and and actually started to see, um, for the first time, as he said, um, the 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 cause of these problems, mm. and uh, it it took time. It took around about six to nine months for for us to to reconcile fully, 
uh, we we decided to, to to move churches that at that time, and uh, and really that was the the start of of devoting uh, my life to to studying the word, uh, and and to uh, and to loving as Christ has called us to love. There's a scripture that comes to mind for me, and mm-hmm. that is that God resists the proud mm-hmm. and gives grace to the humble. <laughs> was that your experience? That was certainly my experience. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Sunday morning Sunday together. Morning together. Across Australia on Vision Christian Radio. You've joined us at a really good time because we're about to dive into the best five-minute sermon you will hear today from my guest and co-host, who is uh, Pastor Adam Mazarik, or Zazu is his nickname, from Liberty Church on the Gold Coast. And we're in Philippians chapter 2. So it's over to you. Thank you so much, Phil. Such a core part of our Christian faith is, is actually our life together. And so we see uh, Jesus say in John thirteen thirty four, a new commandment I give to you, that you love one another just as I have loved you, you are also to love one another. By this, all people will know that you are my disciples if you, are, if you have love for one another. And so my hope in this very short message today is for us to see the beauty in a right biblical perspective of Christian community, of our life together. Because in our consumeristic culture and society, uh, we continually need to be reminded about what it means when we gather as Christ's people, that when we gather and how we gather as Christ's people, what takes place there is something otherworldly and dearly precious to Jesus Christ. When we gather in community as God's people, these are actually holy moments. And what we need to see time and time again as we come together in community, that this is actually a gift of grace. This is something that Dietrich Bonhoeffer writes and suggests that the coming together is the roses and the lilies of our Christian life. Think of like the, the Toowoomba Flower Festival in spring. It's, it's, it's coming up. We are in winter at the moment. And how, how we long for the, the flowers to be in full bloom. Just like that, there is something so captivating and sweet smelling that in our Christian life together, when we see it as grace, when we, when we do it and we go about it as Christ has called us to go about it, well then, may that afford an opportunity for us to be like beautiful roses and lilies, fragrant and sweet-smelling, so all that would pass by would be compelled to stop for a moment and just ask, why? Why is that so beautiful? And so Paul uh, gives instructions to the church in Philippi, and he writes and he gives Christ as an example of how to love and to serve one another. He writes in Philippians 2.1, let's pick it up there. If then there is any encouragement in Christ, if any consolation of love, if any fellowship with the Spirit, if any affection and mercy, make my joy complete by thinking the same way, having the same love united in the same Spirit, intent on one purpose. What Paul's saying here is complete my joy by being one-hearted, one-minded, one-souled, as, as, as one theologian once wrote, be welded together. How's that for imagery? Be welded together in the common pursuit to love one another just as Jesus has loved us. And at this point, I want to pause and ask, when we read this, how easy is that to do? How easy is it actually for us to, to love one another? How, how are we supposed to go about doing this? Well, Paul continues in verse 3 and he says, Do nothing out of selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility consider others as more important than yourselves. 
everyone should look not to his own interests, but rather to the interests of others. And so what's Paul saying here? What are we, what are we called to do here? Paul's saying to consider the needs of our brothers and sisters as more important than our own. This takes humility. And humility, as I believe it was Timothy Keller that, that once quipped, humility isn't thinking less of ourselves. It's thinking of ourselves less, which means that we empty our minds of ourselves and we fill it up with the things of God and the needs of others. Verse 5, adopt the same attitude as that of Christ Jesus, who existing in the form of God did not consider equality with God as something to be exploited. Instead, he emptied himself by assuming the form of a servant, taking on the likeness of humanity. And when he had come as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even to death on a cross. And so we see now how we go about this humility isn't in our own strength. It's actually in Christ's great example. That's what Paul is writing about in the book of Philippians or the the letter to the Philippians. Paul isn't providing just some instructions. He's, he's not asking us to check off a few boxes. What does he do? He points us to Jesus Christ. And in vo- verse 5, he says, adopt the same attitude as Jesus Christ. So in other words, when it comes to the subject of community, we need to go about it the way Jesus wants us to go about it, how Jesus calls us to community. Jesus doesn't just think this way. He acts this way. This is his very nature. And along with that, What follows is some of the clearest words that give us full assurance that Jesus is both fully God and fully man. It actually illustrates the preeminence of Jesus. He is and was in the form of God and equal with him. But out of his love for us, Jesus laid aside his exclusive privilege as almighty God and took upon himself the limitations of humanity. And he died in our place. Jesus held nothing back for the glory of God and for the sake of our salvation. And right there is the epitome of humility. Nothing could stop him from what he was committed in doing, no matter the cost. And in this moment, we see that our fellowship together, what Jesus has afforded us, our community, our life together, is not man-made. It is blood-bought. And Paul continues and he finishes with verse 9. For this reason, God highly exalted him and gave him with a name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. You see, it is here in our community when we come together with a right understanding of of why we are called together because of what Jesus has done, how he has united us with himself and united us with one another, when we stand arm in arm in the faith, that is us being the roses and the lilies in the brokenness of the garden of the world that we live in. And so when we come together with a commonality of being in Jesus Christ, may we afford people an opportunity to get a glimpse of heaven on earth. May our prayers be, Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for your loving kindness. Uh, We thank you for these words and we thank you for this truth. We thank you that you have sent your son Jesus to to come and live the life that we, we should have lived, died the death that we deserved, and gave us salvation in him to all that believe. Amen.
This is Sunday Morning Together across Australia on Vision Christian Radio. Thank you so much, Adam, for a great message there. I I love that Timothy Keller quote that you had in the middle of that, that uh, humility is not thinking less of ourselves, but thinking of ourselves less. That's a real challenge, isn't it? It is. It really, really is. And may we look to Christ as our great example when we we try to now approach humility uh, in our lives to love and care for one another. Mm. Great message. Thank you. Thank you for sharing it. Thank you. Uh, Reminder, by the way, that uh, this is available as a podcast. If you're listening on the radio and you want to listen again or share this with someone, just uh, go to the Vision app uh, or to our website, vision.org.au. It'll be available a little later on today. Uh, But Little Birdie tells me, Zazu, Mm -hmm. that you're a bit of a sci-fi Fan, big sci-fi fan. Not a little sci-fi. Not fan. a little. A, bi- a big and off the charts. Fan. Yeah, sci-fi. Fan. I really am. Yeah. So okay, what exact? What's what's the top of your list in terms of your favourites? Oh, there are so many. Uh, I, I suppose let, let's make a quick uh, distinction or or a dichotomy. So it's um, I, I love all science fiction, but the science fiction I love the most isn't necessarily the 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 big blockbuster Star Wars type okay. science fiction, but but more kind of the 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 plausible reality, um, which they which I think some people call it uh, hard sci-fi. Or, okay. Yeah, yeah. So so I, I really I really like that kind of that plausible reality of okay, what 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 is what is ahead, uh, and I, I think it just makes my my mind kind of race and and begin to uh, yeah think of all the possibilities. Okay, mm. very good. I, yeah. I'm always interested to find out what a past is into. You know, some of them okay. like to go and play golf, and yep. there's others who ride ride motorbikes, and others who you know do things with their hands and what have you. But you love sci-fi. Yeah, yeah, that's right. What? Yeah, so um, there's there's number number of uh, movies and and books that um that that I love, but actually the um the 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 one that actually comes to mind, I'll have to just quickly um, quickly search for it. I've, I've forgotten the name of it. How, this that's, is a question without notice, that's here, by the, the way. Yeah, so, that's, you know. yeah. Thank you for the. Um, it's yeah. I think actually, you know what? It's called Cloud Cuckoo Land. Cloud Cuckoo Land. I know. I know. Strange, strange title. Um, but it's written by uh, a, a gentleman by the name of Anthony Doer. Uh, it's a it's a it's a thick book, but it actually uh, bounces timelines. It actually goes all the way back to uh, to to ancient Greece. Uh, right forward through to uh, kind of this dystopian future of of where humanity is, and I just love how it kind of traces the stories of, of around about um, about five or six different characters, uh, and they're all connected, interconnected in some way, shape, or form. So from from uh, what seems a distant past to what seems a distant future, uh, and then and how humanity uh, is kind of interconnected in between all of that. Interesting stuff. Yeah. What else do you like to do in your spare time? Is little insight into the life of a pastor here. Oh, um, I. You know what? I I, I do love uh, hosting uh, at home. Okay. And uh, if I if I could have more time, hospitality. Hospitality. That's right. If I could have more time, I'd love to love to cook a little bit more. My wife and I currently are, are trying to learn how to cook Mexican uh, quite quite well. Okay. So uh, we're failing yeah. uh, at many attempts. So <laughs> beans uh, and chili. That's what you need. Yeah. I mean, you think it would be simple, right? Yeah. Just beans and rice. But um, no, it's a little bit more complex than that. But no, my wife and I, we, we, we love to host. We love to welcome people around, and um, so we're spent probably spending a lot of time a lot of time doing that, and love doing so. Sunday morning together. Across Australia on Vision Christian Radio. Good morning to you. Phil Edwards is my name. We're nearly at the end of our time together on this Sunday morning. My guest this morning, Pastor Adam Mazarik, Pastor Zazu, uh, named after the character in The Lion King. That's right. That, that uh, Not a parrot, it was a... Uh, like a, ho- a hornbill bird of some sort, yes. A blue one. A blue, blue one. one in it, yeah. A, yeah. a blue one, okay. Anyway, this morning, 
get that picture out of your mind for a moment. <laughs> you get to lead us in prayer this morning. Mm. Normally at the end of the uh, the time together, I will ask my guest to lead us in a prayer mm. for Australia. So much going on around this country, mm. you know, good and bad challenges and things to celebrate. Mm. So I wonder if you might be able to lead us in a prayer this morning. I'd love to, Phil. Thank you. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much that we can live in a country uh, that does provide and and meet our needs and meet the needs of so many people. Uh, thank you for the safety that we find in this country. Uh, but Lord, we know that uh, in the midst uh, of the goodness, there is brokenness uh, and that there are people uh, lacking. There are people without. And so firstly, we pray for those, um, the, the the downcast, the those that are um, needing help, needing support and needing love. Uh, may your mercy now extend to them. Uh, may we now be as as your children at the hands and feet of Jesus Christ. And may we go about um, considering the needs of others. And we pray that they would have their needs met uh, through uh, loving compassion and kindness. Uh, as we extend out, we also pray uh, for our communities. Uh, we pray for our cities. Uh, and we pray for uh, our leaders uh, that, that lead as well in those areas. Uh, we pray that they would have discernment and wisdom from on high and that they would be making decisions that would be for your glory and, and for the, uh, the benefit uh, and the blessing of others. And we pray for salvation to come in this nation. We pray for those that, that do not know you, Jesus, that, that they would be healed with the, with the truth uh, and the grace of our Lord and Saviour. Holy Spirit, would you do a great work in this nation as we proclaim and as we share the good news of Jesus Christ. May many people uh, come to faith and may we really believe, Lord, that, that your kingdom come here in Australia as it is in heaven. We love you, we thank you, and we ask for your, um, for your strength during this time. It's in your beautiful name we pray. Amen. Sunday morning together. Across Australia on Vision Christian Radio. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.